welcome back, folks, to the footyjumpers.com podcast. My name is Rob, and with me, as ever, is my co-host, Lockie. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the footyjumpers.com podcast. So, last episode, we did a deep dive into, I suppose you could say, a traditional club, the South Melbourne slash Sydney Swans. Um, this team, this episode, is they feel like they've been around forever, but... They're actually quite a reasonably new team as well, um, as well I should, <laughs> okay, so as well as Sydney. But um, yeah. yeah, so how, how new actually are the West Coast Eagles, Rob? Well, they're newer than Sydney being in Sydney. <laughs> they are Sydney started. They, South Melbourne moved to Sydney in '82. West Coast Eagles start well. Their first game was '87, but realistically. Uh, the AFL gave the licence to a company called Indian Pacific in 1986. Which right. Is, yeah, sounds like a million years ago, and yet for some of us that were around <laughs> at that time, it just feels <laughs> like yesterday. Uh, yeah. yep, so It was a good time. All the hype, new footy club entering. Oh, yeah. It was two. Yeah, they, yeah. they put one in Brisbane, the Brisbane Bears, and they um, the AFL, in their wisdom decided that Sydney had been a great success because they'd sold the club to private ownership. So what they did with the two new clubs, Brisbane and West Coast, was they looked for people that were interested in buying or that are owning um, an AFL, but at the time VFL, club. And so this Indian Pacific company was started up basically to get the licence for a VFL club. Uh, they, you know, they went with blue and gold. And uh, the problem that they found was basically as an organisation or as a company, you're subject to a different tax structure than what you are as a, as a sporting club. Mm. Uh, so that was one of the major reasons that um, Indian Pacific ended up selling it Selling the footy club to the West Australian Football Council. Right. Is that is that the company that like operates the train that runs from Perth to, to the East no, Coast? I don't think so. No, <laughs> I don't think so. It, it's it's a similar Pacific. sort of name. Yeah, but um, I yeah, I'm be, yeah, I'd be stunned if it was the same thing. It'd be hilarious if it was, but yeah, most likely not. Just the naming. It's funny. Yeah, um, maybe they maybe they named it after the company that started the. No, I don't what? think they named it after West Coast Eagles. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that was the name of the company. And yeah. so, um, yeah. So, at any rate, they um, they started this up. Uh, actually, the guy that ended up being the president of the Sydney Swans for years and years and years was part of it, Richard Collis. But uh, yeah, so at any rate, they started them up. There was a real thing about. Uh, the VFL clubs didn't want um, a Perth team in the competition initially. And so it, they needed, I think it was eight of the 12 clubs to agree to it. And eventually uh, West Coast, well, sorry, Fitzroy agreed to vote for West Coast. And, um, well, I think they had a bit of a bailout for uh their financial situation at the time, and mm -hmm. so basically they were bribed into giving, you know, giving their vote to expanding the competition. And yeah, they they had to come up with all this money, and a large part of it went to keeping Fitzroy going. Uh, so, well, actually, I think they lent the money to Fitzroy. 
they didn't yeah. give the money to Fitzroy. But uh, yeah, so at any rate, they chose gold for the the landscape and blue for the ocean, and they were the colours of the West Coast Eagles, which they got in just before Brisbane, who wanted to use blue and gold, and they were the colours of the uh, flag of Brisbane, the city of Brisbane. But that, at any rate, West Coast jumped them, and uh, mm-hmm. they got to use those colours, and then the Bears ended up with maroon and gold and eventually cerise and gold. So, so just to cover all the bases, so West Coast Eagles didn't exist in any way, shape, or form before the Indian Pacific Company. Correct. Yeah. yeah right. So, okay. yep, they were a, a new license. Uh, yeah, given for private ownership for Perth, basically West Australia. Uh, they didn't want to call them Perth because there was already a Perth team. And so they already knew that they were going to call them something else. And, um, you know, the Perth Perth demons were never going to be part of the licence. So, yeah, so West Coast and then the Eagle is the, you know, Australian Eagle. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and then the other part of it is the East. It's looking, the, the, the way the Eagle is looking is actually part of the logo as well because it's looking to the east as the west you know as anything in the west looks to the east that's that's who they're playing against so yeah that's the point of the the uh, orientation of the eagle right right okay so yeah yeah right so that's how they started so what about their sort of first I guess, logo, logo that they used, yeah, as well, well as the Well, the first post. logo really um, has kind of become iconic. They they jumped on the uh, – although some of the clubs were starting to move away from the branding that the AFL used, they they just used the uh, the Shield logo that the VFL clubs had had for um, a few years. And so with the uh, – yeah, the, the eagle facing east and the um, what's it called? Dynamo bold font, I think it is. Uh, <laughs> so you know, it's that it's that very much an iconic sort of a look, uh, the original eagles look. And then yeah, they wore gold jumpers with blue wings, which was a new look for footy jumpers. Generally, you really only had stripes, hoops, sashes, and monograms. There wasn't too much else. Bands, I suppose you'd say. Uh, yeah, there weren't too many other designs going around at the time. And so the wings that start at the front and end on the back was really a, a real change for uh, the mindset of the way jumpers are designed. Right. So that's what that's what you call them in, in your industry. You call that a wings design when it's got the – I don't even know how you would explain it in the visual. visual oh, well, part. yeah. No, look, it, it starts from the chest, as wings mm. tend to do, and then they come down the body and then they flow out to the back. So, yeah, they, they're very much regarded as wings. Yeah. Um, that was that was the intent of them. And, uh, and it's always, well, I won't say it's always been the same because there's been a few years, which we'll get to, where mm-hmm. they wore different designs, but they've gone back to the wings uh, over you know, recent years. But, uh, yeah, their first jumper, as I say, started off in gold uh, with the blue wings and then blue shorts and mostly blue socks, yellow top, but gold tops. But then... Uh, 
what they found was that as soon as they wore it against Hawthorne, that they really couldn't wear those jumpers again against Hawthorne. Uh, yeah. So it was just a sea of gold. Because uh, yeah. Hawthorne at the time just had gold backs on their jumpers. And then the Eagles are running around with gold backs on their jumpers. And so it was it was impossible to tell one from the other. There, there is a game. Um, actually, what we could do is we could put up the um, the YouTube link to mm. the game where West Coast played Hawthorne at, uh, I think it was Princess Park. And it was, well, as I say, it was just impossible. And so <laughs> the actually West Coast's plan had been to, instead of wearing white shorts, they were going to wear gold shorts away. But yeah. back in those days, um, they really only wore uh, the home shorts, like unless there was a specific clash. And so it wasn't until they played Footscray later in the year that they actually wore the gold shorts, and that's that's not a good look, I can tell you. <laughs> gold shorts it, on a West Coast jumper. It's funny to think that a new club can enter in and, you know, Get, go through all these sort of design hoops and whatnot, and then you come into playing against one of the biggest teams in the league, and you've got a reigning premiers. Yeah, they were reigning premiers at the time. Well, and well, how, round how five. Do we not, how do we not think of this before before we start? You know, we're not yeah, even talking look. about historical club legacy colours and stuff like that. It's just like here's a club that's got this colour. We're probably going to clash with them. Well, I think the, the idea is that you look at the front of a West Coast jumper and there's a lot of blue on there, and you look at the front of a Hawthorne jumper and there's a lot of brown on there, and you think, ah, they're not, they'll be fine. But <laughs> it's only when you consider the backs of those jumpers that, well, both of them are just gold, that you go, oh, hang on, this this might not work after all. This, this yeah. is not a good idea. <laughs> so by the second time they played Hawthorne, that was the first time that they wore the blue jumpers with gold wings. And the plan was that they were going to wear that jumper uh, as a clash jumper, but I think they'd thought of Brisbane being the only one that was going to be a problem because they also were gold with, in their case, maroon. Um, mm. I mean, it's ridiculous that you've got two new clubs and they both wear a mostly gold jumper and the reigning premiers are mostly in gold jumpers, but yeah. that's uh, that was what they did. That was what they went with. And so they ended up wearing their blue clash jumper a couple of times that year, but um, famously with gold shorts against Hawthorne at Subiaco, which is another fantastic look yeah. of uh, very much an 80s look. <laughs> so this is 87 to 88, right? So when yes, I suppose we should run through the home jumpers. So when when was the first change? I suppose. Uh, well, the first change was actually they started wearing their clash jumper during the nineteen eighty eight season. They wore it a couple of times. Uh, they wore it against Brisbane. They wore it against Hawthorne. But well, and I should point out too, they wore their clash jumper at home. And the reason for that is the prevailing rules in football generally, but I guess from the the VFL down, is that any new clubs coming into a competition, and this is going back from 
you know, the earliest days of footy, whoever created the clash, they're the ones responsible for resolving the clash. So there yeah. wasn't this home gets their own gear or anything like that. It was always, this is a new club in the competition. Their jumpers aren't going to work against this team, this team, this team. Therefore, they're going to have to also provide a clash jumper for when they play against them. And that that was the same in, you know, all the junior, or I say junior, the, the clubs that are junior to the AFL, so the Essendon District League, Eastern Football League, Diamond Valley League, all of those competitions, the same rules applied. If your club joined that competition and your jumpers that you wanted to use clashed with somebody else's, you your team had to change. Mm-hmm. even if they're playing at home. It was only 2007 that the AFL actually changed that rule and now its home team gets to use their preferred uniform and then the away team, if it clashes, uh, has to avoid the clash. Right. So, yeah. So so West Coast, so to answer your question though, uh, they started wearing their clash jumper. Well, they had to wear their clash jumper against Brisbane Although Brisbane will, well, hang on, they didn't have to because Brisbane were going to wear their clash jumper and West Coast decided, no, we'll wear our clash jumper and you know what, we'll just wear it from here on. And so from round 16, they wore their clash jumper right up to and including playing in the finals that year of 88. So, yeah, so what, and yeah, basically from there on, the blue jumper with the gold wings became their home jumper. And the the gold got relegated to realistically, the, well, they didn't even use it as a clash jumper. They just ditched it all together because uh, the blue jumper was not seen to clash with anyone else because there was enough gold on it that they could play against Footscray, play against, they were really the only club. Well, they, by, actually, by that time, they were the Western, no, they, they were still Footscray, Western Bulldogs in the 90s. Uh, so, yeah, mm. they... They really only, you know, they were really the only club with a royal blue jumper. North Melbourne was, um, you know, blue but mostly white and uh, Melbourne by that point was navy blue. So, yeah, they were really the only ones that they um, looked anything like was the Bulldogs. And this jumper that we're talking about now, it's it's pretty similar to their live 2023 home jumper, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, realistically, what and... they've they've gone back to this jumper with the new logo on the front. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, it's a return to what they won their first two premierships in ninety two and ninety four. Yeah, um, it's again, I think broken records, but yeah, it's sort of here's here's the original jumper view and original idea of what we wanted to look like, and then the club goes off tries some chaotic things and then comes back to the heritage and it settles down. We'll we'll get to the chaos very shortly, but yes, indeed. There was, there was some chaos and uh, that that's in some cases being polite. Um, Although look, there's uh, people are strange animals. I mean, realistically, broadly people like to associate their footy club with their period of success. And the first two premierships, you know, they've been around for six years and all of a sudden they've won a flag. They've been around eight years and they've won two. And mm. that's that's not a bad record. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a reasonable effort. And, uh, and, you know, there's clubs 
that have been playing for over 100 years, oh, no, not quite 100 years, in the VFL, and they've won one. You know, so <laughs> they, um, yeah, yeah they, they've won two in eight years and they wore it in the jumper and obviously that's the, the thing that they've gone back to. Um, I mean, having said that, the first thing they did as soon as they won the 94 premiership was they changed their home jumpers. But uh, that's, as it's been discovered, that's been effectively part of their business plan that revenue is going to be a big part of what they do. Jumpers are a big part of revenue and therefore they're going to make sure that they make enough changes that, uh, well, back in those days, I'm not sure that that's still the case, but yeah. Uh, so from 95 through to 99, they changed their home jumper to navy blue and they yeah. took the Eagles text off the bottom of it as well. So I guess it's, a bit of a large change going from that. I, I suppose how different the blues are. I, I, I suppose, you know, the listeners will understand the, what the, the current blue that the West Coast Eagles will be using. And then if you're not too yeah, sure. About we the, would call that royal how, blue. Yeah. Real, yeah, how much lighter, I suppose, it looks to the the, the uh, Navy that they changed to in the 95 season. Is anything to it? Why? Any, any ideas or just from that revenue churning machine model? Yeah, the cash money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they they wanted to. I mean, realistically, I I think there was, uh, amongst other things in the nineties, uh, royal blue was seen as a little bit dated to wear for merchandise, and they wanted to go with darker colours, and so. It's not just the footy jumper itself, but it's the introduction of navy blue as a um, fashion colour. You know, you're going to wear a bomber jacket, you're going to wear um, a T-shirt, polo, whatever, and navy was just seen as a more fashionable colour than royal blue. So they pushed the club into, yeah, navy and gold instead of royal and gold. Yeah, right. Hawthorne tried the same thing. Hawthorne, which are obviously brown and gold, they were trying to push navy as one of their colours in the mid nineties. Um, you know, we touched on them a few weeks ago now, but they had a navy blue preseason jumper with brown and gold diamonds as they were trying to push navy blue. So it, it was more based around uh, trying to adopt a more fashionable colour into their. Pal palette of colours, um, yeah, so that people wouldn't be, you know, adverse to getting West Coast merchandise. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, they stayed with navy blue for quite a while. I mean, it was really 2017 before they dropped it. Um, but... Uh, it, it, it was also the very beginning of the printed polyester jumpers. And so for some reason, they always looked like they were in wetsuits or something. It was a very shiny sort of material that they ended up with. Um, that's my, yeah, like even picturing it in my head, I'm thinking of like Guy McKenna wearing a navy blue West Coast Eagles kit, but, <laughs> but it being very shiny. Um, yeah, maybe because yeah. they played in the yeah they're always playing in the sun <laughs> in West <laughs> Australia. But uh, yeah, that was that's my that, that, when I think of them, that's just 
Um, mm. that, and then, so, but what they did was they kept the Royal Blue for away games. And so, you know, if you went to see them in Melbourne, 95 to 97, they had a Royal Blue away jumpers. Yeah, right. And then... So, so the I Navy was kept for home. Yeah. And then if you thought that changing from Royal to Navy Blue was a change, the year 2000 rolls upon us. Oh, good grief! Well, yeah. I mean, this is the this is the beginning of chaos, isn't it? So <laughs> they went with um, I, I won't even call it the tri panels because that's you know that that gives us the impression of St Kilda. I mean, it, it was technically tri panels, but the the white stripe down the middle it it really was a blue a navy half and a gold half, and then a white stripe down the middle dividing them. And then they they incorporated this eagle that was somehow supposed to represent the coast of Western Australia, though it like I've taken maps of Western Australia and tried to line it up and at no point does it seem to actually line up. <laughs> I mean it's possibly reminiscent. At oh gee whiz. I mean <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe think- somewhere, but not really. <laughs> not really. And then that eagle was, well, it's gold where it's blue and it's navy where it's gold. And so it's a gradient that fades from gold to navy, which means it's for most of it, it's neither because, you know, it's gold at the very beginning and it's navy at the very end. But somewhere in the middle, it's this mesh of a grey gold sort of colour. I don't yeah. know how else to describe it. It was, yeah. It is really. It looks like a stencil that you lay down and then you spray paint over, but they've just kept the stencil of an eagle. Something like that. Yeah, something like also, that. I mean, it's, it's yeah, just there's a whole bunch of weird changes that are brought into it. It's just, especially coming from the logo that they had, the heavily simpler, simplistic logo of the eagle head, and then they've just literally 180 on it and gone. To the <laughs> completely yeah, kicking yeah. out all the technology, all of it, and it's also interesting. It's what the only one that faces west. That's correct. Yep. So it it, it defies the original spec of the club um, yeah. concept. It's um, I mean, as I say, it's supposed to represent Western Australia. I don't necessarily oh, see where oh, it does that. Yeah. Um, and it's um. Well, yeah, gradients just don't – well, it's it's just one of those classic just because you can doesn't mean you should. And someone's come up with this idea. They've gone, hey, look, this is – you know, kids will love it. I mean, they when they first brought these jumpers out, because this is the home jumper. We haven't got to the away jumper yet, but the home <laughs> with the same eagle. But that's that's its own um, story. That, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, so at any rate, yeah, I, somebody has – said that it's the coast of Western Australia. It, realistically, it just isn't. Uh, it's this eagle that's not a club logo. It's not the club's logo. They didn't adopt it as their logo, so it's just for the this particular jumper. And as I say, for the most part, it's not the it's not either colour because the gradient of the mix of the two of them mixing together. You know, gradients are good for when you want to uh, show depth on a three-dimensional drawing, but this isn't it. 
This <laughs> is not the purpose of it. <laughs> so, uh, just, yeah, it's just bizarre. I, but at any rate. I think, yeah, let's... the thing, strange to me too, is also the changing up to the tri-panel, like you mentioned. Like, I feel like yeah. that washed the eagle even more so. Like, if they kept the original sort of wings style and then put that eagle on the navy bit and made it gold, it would have been fine. But... Putting it over the tri-panel and then trying to gradient it just means it loses anything in the background. Yeah. And yeah, they've totally. changed to a tri-panel, which is, you know, a design that other clubs have something similar to already in the AFL, and they've gone from something that was unique. So they've just made made their logo look worse and hard to tell what it is, gone with a design that other clubs are using. And, yeah, it's just, just shocking. Exactly. It's just yeah. changed everything yeah. up on their head. Yeah. Change for change sake, yeah. and, and again, I mean, change for change sake. It's you know the purpose is, can we sell this? Can we sell this to kids? <laughs> uh, now, now I'm often drawn into by the use, whether it's just for the use of my graphics or whatever, but also drawn into particularly online conversations, sometimes in the media, of the worst jumpers of all time, mm-hmm. and. Almost always what gets brought up when the worst jumpers of all time get discussed is the 2000 away jumper of the West Coast Eagles. Uh, The colour was technically ochre, also light blue or sky blue and navy, and then at every turn where a gradient could be used it was. So you've got the eagle which starts as gold and finishes as ochre. You've got a panel on the on the bottle underneath the eagle, which is ochre that then fades to a bright yellow. And then you've got a blue section, I'll call it, which is starts at light blue and then fades to the navy blue. It's <laughs> I'll be polite. It's it's not my cup of tea. It, it's yeah. It's probably got to be one of the most interesting jumpers in, in AFL. Yeah. I reckon AFL history. Interesting word. Look, then, if they if they ever get used again as a retro thing, which you know, who knows? That's that's appears uh, to be one of the yeah, pushes of the AFL. You can see, you it. know, gather round or. Um, retro round or whatever they're going to do, people will go mental for this and they'll buy it and they'll go, oh, back member, it's so ugly, it's good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Go for your lives. All the best to you. Um, it, you know, I think you're half right. It's, it's yeah. ugly. <laughs> it's, it's funny as well, even like on the front, as you were just describing about how they're using the gradients and you got those sort of, natural gradients where like red progresses into yellow but then on the back they've got red progressing into blue progressing into black or navy if you will and it just yeah it just doesn't look like those colors grade into each other because you're missing about 15 colors in between them yeah yeah it's (laughs) and then yeah uh, you know and then there's this on the side of the jumpers, which obviously nobody thought about, there's this very bright. It's not even gold. It's it's yellow on one side, but then straight away it's stitched to the other side of the back of the jumper, and it's just that ochre orange colour. It's ah, oh, it's just a mess. <laughs> it's just it's such yeah. a mess. 
So, so well, you know, classic story, just because you can doesn't mean you should. And, yeah, and, you know, yeah. It, it lasted, I guess, three seasons, 2000 to 02. Um, you know, they wore it a few times. Sometimes because of the way the AFL was changing their rules, they, yeah, they wore it. I think they wore it at home one time because their home jumper looked too much like someone else. Um, mm. It was, it was, yeah, it, I don't know, just all over the shop. <laughs> so, so that's the, uh, what would you even call that eagle? The flying eagle? Yeah, you could go with the, that. The flying yes. eagle. I mean, it was realistically, yeah, I think people refer to it as the tri-panel era. So just mm. the tri-panel, yeah, it had an eagle on the front, but it's, um, yeah. Well, yeah. So Unloved. that was the thing. So that the home tri-panel with the flying eagle, they have had used that from, what, 2000 to about 06, right? But then, That's right. But then 03... Well, they were using, they've brought out a new yeah. eagle head for the away, right? That's what's, right. What's, yeah, what's going exactly. on there? Well, they had got a new logo and so they used the, well, well, the ochre away jumper was seen as one of the ugliest jumpers of all time. And so they caved to the pressure and went back to something a little more traditional, that being the, um, you know, the tr- almost, the, certainly the traditional design with the new logo on the front. Uh, so they brought out a logo for the 2000 season and that was, you know, corresponded to, so although they had a brand new logo that in 2000, that's not what they used on the jumpers with the Flying Eagle. But then in 2003, they did adopt that, that were just the head from that new logo and they put that on the the traditional, you know, royal blue with gold wings Oh, so in 2000, they came out with a new logo, but then they didn't use it on the jumpers. They changed, they used that hectic That's right. stencil flying eagle. But then Correct. 03, they said, all right, fine, we'll we'll settle down. We'll use this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. then they kept using that for years and years. Um, realistically, you could argue they're sort of still using it, only that in 2018, they changed their club logo. Um Although there's at one point they had this horrible half of it because half of that logo is is royal blue, so it sort of fades into the background. Um, I mean, the logo itself was originally navy with ochre and gold, and then they had a white outline around it, but that sort of included some of the royal blue space. But then from, what, 2012 to 2017, they dropped that, so it was like half of the eagle's head that you that was actually on the jumpers was yeah yeah not again that just a weird design choice. Now, I don't know <laughs> what was wrong with the outline to make it look like the whole of the head, but anyway, they they went with that, and then yeah, they they produced that well the current logo for the 2018 season and then they put that on the royal blue and the gold versions and so for 2018 that's when the home jumpers went back to being royal blue with gold wings and the clash jumper gold with royal blue wings yeah so then yeah so they used that head on the tri-panel and then changed to the the wings yeah they did too yeah yeah, and so twenty, uh, so 
that went up to 2015, the tri-panel, and then they ditched it completely. And then 2016 and 17, they went back to the Navy jumper with the gold wings. And then 2018, the Royal Blue with the gold wings. And then is the... So the, some of the the head of the eagle, as you mentioned, is that the same sort of colour that you were referring to on that 2000 away jumper, that orange colour? Not really. It's, it's supposed to a, be, but it actually got a, isn't. It's got a bit of yeah. an orange on it. Yeah. It's just yeah, sort of. I mean, ochre is the actual colour of Western Australia. You know, that, that yeah. dirt, dirt brown, orange, or or yeah, whatever you call it, you know, colour. Yeah. And so that's the colour in the logo, but I think that was seen as a little too dark for that clash jumper, so they brightened it up, which was clever. So mm. although they're saying, well, we you know, we're gonna adopt ochre when it came to actually putting it on the jumper, they didn't. Uh or and the jumper's regarded as the ochre jumper, but it's orange. You know, it's a it's yeah. a bright orange that fades to yellow. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the the logo and what the logo, the head of the eagle that was on the jumpers and then um, also the colour that they used in the white clash jumper for the wings, well, the um, wings, they were little panels along the sides, that had ochre in it. So that was more that brown colour, brown orange that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so then, they had a white clash jumper for seven years, twenty ten to sixteen. Yeah, as well as the blue. So then, yeah, so then the, to finish off the home jumper. It's just the royal blue with the new club logo, and it's the colours are pretty much back to what they what they ended yep, the competition exactly. with, except yep. the logo heads just a more simple simplistic version i suppose now of and it's got feathers and it's got a neck i suppose <laughs> it's got a neck <laughs> well done boys you've given him a neck uh yeah exactly and uh yeah so and then the away jumper is the you know it's got an outline around it as well but yeah i'm back to the traditional design of the west coast eagles from the 80s and then one thing they kind of what is it? Is it the wings? It looks like the wings are they extended a bit more on the back. With the yeah, they are. They're, they're yeah, exactly. They um, they're just a bit larger, a bit more um, demonstrated. I mean, realistically, they're not because they end up getting covered up by the sponsor logo anyway. Yeah. So realistically, they could have angled them differently, but that's just the way that they've been made by. Uh, well, the, the various manufacturers, Pim, uh, who's at New Balance, make them near. Mm. Well, then, yeah, so there you go. Oh, that's, that's just about the home jumpers. We've come full circle from what, they, what they've entered the competition in with what they've ended it. And funnily enough, yeah. when what was the year they beat Collingwood? That was 20, uh, was that 2018 in the grand final? Grand final? Yeah, I think so. So uh, was, was that the first year of them returning? Twenty eighteen, yeah. The first year of them returning to their that's right. Yeah, successful exactly. colours. They won the flag exactly. Yeah, yeah. They won and, three flags in basically the same jumper. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I guess they haven't been all that hot the last two years though. So maybe they need another change. Oh, who knows? Who knows? Get a good run of injuries. Anyone's 
England's a good team. So, <laughs> but no, um, then, yeah, I, I don't know how it necessarily um, impacts their on-field performance. But yeah, as I say, in terms of fan recognition, you know that's the jumper effectively, you know, out of all of the designs, some more different than others, you know, navy blue or the tri-panel jumper or the royal blue jumper with wings, one of them's won three flags and two of them have won none. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if you come last as well. <laughs> I guess, yeah. That's true. You, you either won yeah. or you didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it is, it is funny when clubs seem to do that though change back to the original and then they do seem to make a good push or do win a flag in that old Well, I think it's, yeah, in a lot of cases, you know, someone like the board, like a new board will come in, and this happened at various clubs across the years, where they've come in and they've said, right, we're going to make some sweeping changes, you know, we're going to get rid of the coach, we're going to get this, we're going to do that, Uh, we're going to change the jumpers, we're going to increase sponsorship, you know, whatever they might do. And it's usually all part of a real change within the club. And then as part of that, that might mean bringing on different people, might mean might mean the fact that they've been last and, you know, a few years and they've stocked up on good players through the draft. And then there's that push to becoming a better club. You know, um, Melbourne sort of went through that. They changed their jumpers well, I guess a few years now, but they went, they deliberately went back to the, you know, more traditional darker blue, darker shade of red. Um, you know, the mindset was we're getting back to a different mentality because they'd been rubbish for years and years. And then now, you know, they've won a flag for the first time in 60 years. Yeah. Yeah. That It does seem to be the thing, isn't it? It's kind of like a indication of we're changing up now. Cause like, you know, let's say in the example of like West Coast t- from 2017 or 2016-17, that jumper they were using at home with the Navy mm-hmm. and the older logo and then changed to 2018. So most of those players are all still like in that premiership team. They're all there in wearing this old jumper. Oh, that's true. But it's more yeah, of like, it's like the collective reshifting in your club and focus and whatnot going like, all right, we're, we're building a decent team here. We can make a push. Let's just change up, change up all of it. And then it just kind of, like you were mentioning, freshens it up with the back end and the yeah. front end of the players. And Yeah. I think, it, yeah, it's, it's a bit of, you know, seems, it can be part of a mindset be, thing. Yeah. Um, which seems to be consistent know, across a few clubs we've looked at. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's going to be harder with some of the more traditional clubs, but oh well, it's actually yeah, going back to even even Richmond. And Richmond have worn black with a yellow sash since you know World War One. But yeah. when but they got to a point where they sort of had like a grey and lemon jumper. You know, it was it was this faded piece of nonsense, and the club specifically went to the new manufacturers and said, because they changed the apparel sponsor, you know, so somebody else is making their gear and they said, now, listen, you can, you can do this, but it's going to be a black jumper with a yellow sash. It's not going to be this faded rag, you know, to wash your car with. It's going to be a Richmond jumper because it's got value. It's black with a yellow sash. And even just that mindset of, yeah, that's right. We're, 
changing our mentality. And so mm. I think that's what footy jumpers can be. They they're that um, association with success. You know, like West Coast with with the jumper that they got now. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. So then, all right, I know that I think we were discussing some of the away slash class jumpers as we were running through mm-hmm. the home jumpers just then. But any other away jumpers or changes of note that have gone oh, on guess, over the years? Yeah, I guess we sort of touched on a moment. As I mentioned, the white clash was there for 2010 to 2016. And then 2017, they went back to the gold jumper, but they had that half an eagle head part of the logo on it. And, yeah, from 2018, the Clash Jumper's been sort of the original design, gold with blue wings. And that's that's it. They haven't really had to do too much more than that. (laughs) That's right. What about the heritage then? Yeah, so, well, Heritage Round, the first year they stood out, they just said, no, we're not going to do this. We don't have a long enough history. Uh, The second year they recognised that, well, actually, we could wear our original design, which is the gold with the royal blue wings. So they wore that in the first two years that they took part in the Heritage, 04 and 05. 06 they went to the original royal blue with the old school eagles written text with the eagle head. And then in 2007, they created some waves by wearing the West Australian state jumper from 1977. Uh, Fremantle weren't thrilled because they're part of Western Australia. They're They're like the... You know, the kid brother. Hang on a sec. We're in West Australia too. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so West Coast wore the um, West Australian state jumpers from 77 as their heritage jumper for the 2007 season. Mm. I'm I'm going back a little bit here, but in why did they write text on the jumper saying Eagles? Is it the only club that have done that? I'm going to say yes. I, and the in, thing at the time was that was their yeah. logo. I mean, that was their logo. So I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was just, that was just part of their logo. Um, yeah, right. I can't think of anybody else that's had a logo on their regular jumpers. Yeah. That actually had the text. And so, yeah, maybe that's. Because, yeah, it wasn't that much longer that they removed the text and just kept. The logo element of it, so it just seems funny to, <laughs> to just put this uh, text. Look, it. it it was you know when they did it, it was the eighties. There were you know people had mullet haircuts, people had yeah um, acid wash jeans. That's right. some people saw that as a good thing, others perhaps not. <laughs> yeah, you can't can't get into it too much if it's the of 80s all of the fashion design. of all of yeah of all of the fashion elements of the nineteen eighties. That's one of the less controversial. <laughs> yeah, that's the writing writing eagles underneath an actual eagle. But you know, I mean, as, as you say, they dropped it not long later. But yeah, it was there for the first few seasons. Mm, just looks funny, I think, considering, I suppose, all the other jumpers we've looked up up to this point, and then you see this text of the club's team on it. Just be funny to think of other clubs around the AFL if they had. Their team name written in text on 
their yeah, sternum. Yeah, I think um, – I mean, I can think of Hawthorne doing it with a preseason jumper. Uh, mm. There's not too many others I can think of off the top of my head. Mel- North Melbourne, their logo – you know, they had their logo on one of their away clash preseason type jumpers. Um mm. Mm. Yeah, probably needed a little more time to research uh, that. Um, all right. Just thinking. We'll, um, we can um, talk yeah. more about it as we move to the promotional one-off jumpers, in the, starting with the 91 grand final. I guess they had – they wore that in the 91 grand final is, is the segue. Well, yeah. I think the the thing with the promotional jumpers, I mean, I put all of them on the website. The Yeah, I mean, they've worn 91, 92, 94. Uh, well, they've been in a few grand finals, the Eagles. So they, yeah. get, a different, they get a different logo every time they get in one. Um, <laughs> I mean, these days from about 2004, I think the logo stayed basically the same, or maybe 2007, but uh, the logo stayed basically the same. It's the grand AFL logo with AFL grand final, grand final, and then the year. And so that hasn't changed much only the year changes. So 05, 06, they made the grand final, 2018, obviously. And then, yeah, before that, each grand final had its own logo and somebody was responsible for designing a AFL grand final logo every year. Um, it's kind of but, like the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Super Bowl logo's fairly similar. These days, it's fairly similar every year, but the stadium is on each of the Super Bowl logos. So whereas with this, the AFL logo stays the same. Really, it's only the year that changes. But, yeah, in terms of the one-off jumpers, they sort of started with a like a what I would call a one-off promotional, which is um, 2002, and they were one of the first clubs to really um, push the, the one-off jumpers, um, yeah, with a like a – 1992-94 premiership jumper. So they celebrated the club's first premiership in 92, you know, for 10 years. So they wore the Eagles jumper from that game in the uh, just throughout the 2002 season. Which was, that was the year of the Ochre jumper, right? Correct. So, so yeah. yeah so wow. They had been running around in the ochre jumper, and then, uh, yeah, then they wore something. They just showed what they could have been wearing. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Funny to think that they were wearing that at the same time. Yeah, well, they wore it. Uh, I think they just wore it the first game of the season against Frio because back in those days, and I'm not sure if it's actually they also wore it against Hawthorne um, later that season. But uh Oh, hang on. I'm looking it up now. They wore it, they wore it a few times that season. So, uh, but they love wearing it against Frio just to stick it up Frio that we're the big brother and you're the little brother, it seems. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so one then, week, uh, round eight, they wore the ochre jumper against Richmond at, in Melbourne and then the next week the Eagles, you know, the premiership jumper against Hawthorne the week after. So I... I had I thought I remembered that where they wore the ochre jumper one year and one week and then the royal blue the next. It's like, mm. <laughs> yeah, it's all over what it. it could have been. Yeah. So then, 
I think what it's another promotional. I mean, I know well, there's one that, that I'm not going to let through, which is the last game at Subiaco in 2017. Well, again, again, we if you can't uh, let that when, go through to the keeper, you can't when be doing drawn this. into conversations of the worst jumpers of all times, uh, photographs on a footy jumper tend to get. You know, a reaction. And so the photograph of Subiaco Oval on the front of the 2017 jumper was one of those. And uh, yeah, I, and I completely agree with those people that, that would say photographs don't belong on footy jumpers. And no. so it, it was hideous. It was it, just a it mess. It almost feels too late to be doing that as well. Other clubs have done yeah. this and learn their lesson that yep. no you're not supposed to be doing that it looks shocking and west yeah, coast I think, um, 2017 yeah no it looks all right yeah i think collingwood were probably still doing it on anzac day or mm. yeah around that era but yeah it was it was probably at the end of the hey we can do this with the footy jumper you know what yeah. else we can do we could do this we could I, print subiaco oval on the front and so right. I, just, I would imagine it's one of the last jumpers of that happening as well, right? Oh, I hope so. I really do. It's, yeah. it's pretty, it, it feels pretty late 2017 to still be trying, trying this. It does. Yeah, rubbish. it really does. You would have thought so. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so I was also going to say with the Eagles, you know, they they did that 2002. Then 2011, 2012, uh, 2016, yeah, they also had these – um, remember when we were good jumpers that would come out, you know, the 20th year of the 20s, like they did the 10th year celebration. Well, then they did the 20th year celebration. Then they did the 30th year. And then they did, uh, I think one was like 25 years in the AFL. So they had a few jumpers where it was just lists of players' names or, you know, but in the old jumper, but then people's names all over them. So, yeah, and that was really, I mean, they, they had a couple of years, they had a dig deep for cancer jumper, but that was really it. You know, that's been there. A lot of clubs have a charity jumper and, you know, West Coast were one of the first ones to do that with the dig deep for cancer, but they only did it for a couple of years and then dropped it. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, there's not that many sort of partnership or any apart from that one cancer jumper with West Coast. Yeah, in the promotionals, which I, f I feels a bit strange because being one of the only West Australian clubs and the first, you would think that they would have quite a few partnerships of different charities and companies who are looking to do promotional one-offs yeah, yeah, with them as well. Yeah. I, I mean, that's not to say they don't have those partnerships or whatever. No, yeah, of course. It may well be. It's... It's just that they don't... Well, I know that since 2018, certainly, uh, they've dedicated themselves to say that this is our home jumper, this is what we're going to wear in every home game unless directed by the AFL, and in that case that means the Indigenous round or something specific uh, to a round where the AFL have mandated you will wear different jumpers in this round. Mm. Apart from that, they're going to wear their home jumpers at home. Um, the other rounds, well, they're up for grabs, and that's where they would wear something, you know, that's not their home jumper. Um, and I think there's also the 
the thought that, well, you wouldn't want to wear a promotional type jumper and then have that, you know, playing away where our supporters aren't. I mean, mm. they still get support wherever they go at any rate, the West Coast, but uh, they're not, you know, the home jumper, sorry, the home um, game would be the logical place to wear a promotional type jumper, and yet they've already decided we're not going to wear anything but our home jumper unless we absolutely have to. Right. Which which I'm quite comfortable with. I think that's a great idea. It sort of goes back to the traditional um you know, mentality of footy, which is, well, this is our home jumper. This is what we look like. And so this is what we're going to wear. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, and then, well, yeah, I suppose you brought it up just then, the Indigenous round. So. Yeah. Well, that's probably the, the last round, the last of the jumpers. And I think the West Coast get that pretty right. Uh yeah, they Again, started this is off another another point we brought up a few with the indigenous rounds is how much incorporation of the club logo gets used, I suppose, or kept in the artwork of the jumpers. Yeah, exactly, and they've done and quite a good job with that. Yeah, exactly. So they had some artwork done for their reconciliation plan, and then they used that artwork for the first four seasons, but then they changed the base of the jumper three times. So they started off with a white jumper, uh, then they put it on a gold jumper, then they put it on a royal blue jumper. And so it, you know, it changed. It gave mm. people the opportunity to to buy the jumper, but it, it sort of still stayed the same and yet it changed enough that, you know, that people would buy it. Uh, yeah, so I think they, they did a really good job with that. The other thing that I also think is a, good idea is to use the same jumper design in multiple seasons so that it's not some sort of cynical, oh, look, here's an Aboriginal art jumper. Why don't you buy it? Because next year we're going to have a different one and then you can buy that one too. Whereas yeah. with this, you know, it's they at least use it for a couple of seasons, well, certainly in recent years. So the 2019 jumper was used again in 2020. The 21 jumpers were used again in 22. And then, well, who knows what happens to the 23 jumper, but hopefully they use that again next year. Yeah, because it does feel strange to see this really intricate and very detailed art style, and then you just toss it out for the next year. Yeah, exactly. It's There's yeah. a lot a lot going on in these jumpers, and yeah, it feels like surely we could be using them for more than one year. Well, exactly, and I think it pays respect to the art and the artist to to do exactly that. Whereas if you just say, I mean, somebody, well, I've written down their names, Peter Farmer, Kevin Bindner, Daryl Bellotti, Crystal Petrovsky, these people have spent their time and effort making these jumpers, or sorry, making the artwork, which then gets translated digitally onto the footy jumper, and then... um, yeah, in other clubs' cases, because we're saying the Eagles don't do this, but in other clubs' cases, like, oh, right, well, there's your artwork. Uh, thanks very much. We're done. You know, yeah. we, we, it, it got a game. Here you go. You get a, you'll, you'll get a sample of the jumper, and that's it. Then they're done. Yeah. And whereas I think it pays a lot more respect to use it, to say this is our Indigenous jumper. We're not only using it this year in three games, which at least is an, you know, is an improvement, but uh, we're also going to use it again next year in two or three games. Yeah, yeah, that is good. 
I like the um, 2019 to 2020 Indigenous jumper with the wings. As do I, yes, yes. That looks, that looks great. Yeah. Oh, um, so. Yeah. Well, even in saying that, that is a good jumper. What is your favourite jumper of the West Coast Eagles? Well, I am going to say the current home jumper is as good as they will look. Uh, that's its tradition. It's, I was going to say, it's it's the vibe. It's it's the vibe <laughs> of the West Coast Eagles. It's three premierships. It's um, yeah, it's the vibe. It's twenty. It's the, vibe. It, it, the current home jumper is yeah, as good as they will look. Um, royal blue with gold wings, which not technically from day one, but day you know five hundred and one. Um, yeah. They've been wearing that. They've straight off course. They've come back to it, and yeah, it just looks, it just looks outstanding. Um, mm. If I had a close second, it would probably have been the twenty five sixteen Indigenous jumpers, because the gold, even though it was navy and not royal blue, because they were their colours at the time. Uh, yeah, I thought that was a, a good looking yeah, jumper. Yeah, really nice and. And but the least. The one that I spent the most time over was what is the worst Eagles jumper because there were two very obvious choices. Yeah. And it's really a case of what do I dislike more? Do I dislike gradients because of the <laughs> ochre away jumper or do I dislike photographs, which is the, the, Subiaco, the last game at Subiaco jumper? Yeah. <laughs> And I'm going to go, sorry? Yeah, what wins here? Yeah, what wins or loses. And so <laughs> I'm going to have to say photographs are less part of footy than even gradients are. And yeah. so, yeah, I yeah. Agree. So the Subiaco, the last game at Subiaco for me is even worse than the dog's breakfast that is the uh, <laughs> the away jumper of 2000. I, I think that's entirely fair enough. I think that there's no excuse to be doing that in the year 2017. Yeah. yeah you should have that's learned, an excellent point. Learn your lesson. It's too, it's too late. It's too late. We, we understand we can be doing these things. Other clubs have done these and yep. realised it's wrong and they've stopped. <laughs> and then West Coast said, oh, you know what, we'll give that a go. An excellent point. Uh, the only thing I would argue is that, you know, there was a large Victorian team doing it on Anzac Day the year after. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I completely agree. It's, um, I mean, they, they were doing it in a more subtle way. Those jumpers, you really had to get up the Anzac, Collingwood Anzac jumpers, you had to really get up close to know that there was photographs on them. They just yeah. look faded from a distance. Uh, it was like old newspaper photographs or something. But the mm. West Coast, uh, that Subi jumper can just yeah. get in the bin. I mean, especially because it's on a solid colour. So because it's the, they've got the solid navy, and so navy, it's just, yeah. the the image just sits on top of a solid background colour. It's just it's just, <laughs> it's just shocking. It just draws more attention to it. Yeah, yeah, um, just not good at all. All right, I'll probably 
go with my favourite one then. So I'm going to go a bit different from your side. I'm going to go with the 97 home jumper. Okay. Yeah, I really like the more simplistic logo and I like the navy and gold. I think that that looks nice at the white outline as well. I think that that's it's a good logo for a footy club. I think I don't know. I don't like when teams like to try and use cartoonish or hyper realistic logos for animals and whatnot. I think it's you know, especially especially in the context of footy, it's just not that necessary. It's more so yeah, make it make it look more interesting. Um, and it's yeah, I like it. I think the colours look nice. And I like the wings and the gold on the navy. I think looks really good. Excellent. So I'm gonna go Fair with that choice. one and. Yeah, I'd like I like that jumper. I could I'd like that that back in some way. I think it looks really good. Um, my least favorite though, in here's the same dilemma. What you one? can look. Don't feel obliged to pick something oh. different just for being different. But <laughs> if you actually think of something different, then that's fair enough. Yeah, nah. I, it's probably going to be the two thousand home jumper. The home. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with the home just because the away alternate, you can kind of say that's your little sandbox to play around with wild designs, but I don't think, oh, there's, an excuse. I don't think there's an excuse to do that on your home jumper. That, that, that is a valid argument. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my least favourite. I think also changing up to the tri-panels. I never liked the tri-panel look at West Coast. And I think they had a really good look before and it was yeah. cool and unique. Yeah, true. And then they changed mm-hmm. up to that and it looks terrible. Yeah, totally. And then, yeah, now they're back to the good the good design again, which is unique. But, yeah, that shocking, shocking period in the middle there. And so that's not that's my least favourite. Are there um, any other jumpers or... Points or anything about Perth I that you want to mention? Think so? No, I think that's uh, that's probably enough. I think we've um, <laughs> we've covered off everything. Uh, if you can think of anything, please feel free to contact us. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Footy Jumpers. That makes sense. Uh, Meryl, yeah, uh, tw- yeah, that's right. X.com. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, and what else do we know? Um, Mero at Footy Jumpers. If you were um, looking to email. Yeah, and yeah, any any points or interesting notes that you may have from your journeys or any points about West Coast or if, even if you're from Perth and you just have information, we're always, always, always excited to find some context about the little details about why clubs may have done things that they have. But um, yeah, that's probably yeah. where we'll wrap it up here for West Coast Eagles. We've got one more left until we've done the catalogue of all of the current clubs. And that'll be the Western Bulldogs on the next episode. But, yeah, until then, thanks very much for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode. Very good. See you, guys. Thanks. Bye.